0: I'm listening. What do you require? Hello, and welcome to Control All Wow. The podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many ults. I'm Aprilian, your host, currently on the Earthen Ring server, and this is episode 24, recorded on Tuesday, January 5th, 2007, Getting a Good Rep. So it's been another good week in World of Warcraft. I actually played a little bit more than I normally would because, uh, my husband has been very <laughs> indulging and there's been so much going on. Uh, let's start with a few of the silly things that I've done this week. And The first one was I transferred an alt from one account to another just so I could see if the nether well from the collector's edition would transfer. I know, that's crazy, big waste of 25 bucks. But it was worth it, actually I did have some other reasons, it was Aprilian on uh, the Earthen Ring server and I transferred her from one account to another because on the account with her was uh, another alt that I wanted to be able to take triple boxing with Aprilian and Ardreon and so she couldn't do, I couldn't do it with those two account, those two alts on the same account. And so I transferred Aprilian over and I was a little bit worried because I had gotten this one account upgraded to the collector's edition. And I didn't know if the nether whelp would go. Well, When after the transfer went through, and this was the fastest transfer I ever did. It was like less than five minutes. Once I um, put in the transfer and i refreshed the page and it said confirm transfer and bam she was over there and i logged in and she had her nether whelp cut and now you wouldn't want to spend twenty five dollars on you know just to get an, an alt, a whelp but it was kind of neat that they do transfer with them it could have been one of those things where the nether whelp was specifically linked to that account that contained the collector's edition so i was pleased with that and then the only thing i had to do once everything was and once the transfer went through was uh find an officer of alea iacta s cuz when you transfer you lose your guild affiliation you keep everything else but that's just the one thing you lose so and it was easy to find somebody and then have them re invite me, and now I'm back in AIE. So now Trishel, who actually came to Earthen Ring to help Aprilian, Trishel is a level 46 hunter, and her whole reason was that she had traveled with, uh, Trish- with Adrion and Aprilian's parents back when they were uh, in their fighting days, and their parents had uh, actually mailed. Trichelle to ask her to come to Earthen Ring to help out with their kids. So she's going to be giving them advice and taking them around to places so that she can uh, help them with their quests. I'm going to be including more information about the background of Aprilion and Ardrion and the relationship with the other alts on Earthen Ring, as it is a role-playing server, and there's a little history involved. For instance, Aunt Rilia, who is my level 57 hunter and uh, Skinner and Miner, she is actually uh, Prillian and Audreyon's mother's adopted sister. She's a troll, but the uh, Blood Elves in their family adopted her, and she came to watch over her nieces and nephews as well. And I'll be including more about them on my blog. And uh, I'll have a link to the blog in the show notes. The other funny thing I've been doing last week was that I wanted to do another transfer. Because not only am I an altaholic, but I'm a (laughs) transferaholic. Well, I I was thinking, I have all these alts sitting on the Belgun server. And some of them have some experience. And some of them have some interesting items. And I don't really think I'm going back to the Belgun server anytime soon. I decided to kind of keep my play between Earthen Ring and uh, Lithon, which is the PvP server that uh, Randy Deluxe of the Instance set up a guild on, the Fat Loot Fishers. And so I'm, those are going to be my two main servers, which is kind of neat. And that's kind of the nice thing about World of Warcraft, is that the gameplay can change constantly you're not stuck in like with a first person shooter with one uh or a single player game with just one way of playing you can change and move around and as i've said before um coming up on two years in world of warcraft and i've yet to get bored so anyways i have all these uh, tunes on bell gun and a little bit of money uh not much under 100 gold and I thought, well, why don't I just go ahead and clean them out and transfer everything to one tune and then send that over to uh Earthen Rings. So I decided to focus on Sharina, who is a level fourteen priest, and I went around to all the characters and either sold off everything that uh I could sell and then sent everything else, including all the, like, slot 14 or 16 slot bags to Sharina. I haven't transferred her over it yet, but it's kind of neat that I can do this. Because, you know, I did play these characters, and I did uh, earn the gold on it, so it's nice that I can use it as I want to. And plus, it was kind of fun to go back to Belgun and see some of the things that I had done. And one thing that's kind of interesting about world of warcraft is when you go back to another tune or another server that you haven't played for a while you kind of it's kind of nostalgic but at the same time you're like wow i can't believe i had her in this outfit or she was using that armor because as you play you learn more and you learn tricks and and you know you realize that some of the things that you were doing in the past wasn't as efficient so it's it's a learning experience. And the great things I did this week is that I made it to Winter Spring on my level fifty well, she was Aunt Rilia, who was level fifty six at the time, but she's made fifty seven. And Aunt Rillia, just to recap, is my uh she's a troll. And she's a hunter. She has mining and skinning. For the most part, uh, f- the last month she's been mainly in Angora Crater, where she was mining thorium and uh, doing some skinning. But mostly, she was mining thorium to send to Trishel. so that Trishel could uh, increase her, uh, level up her jewel crafting. I apologize for the creaking. I'm trying not to move in this chair, but it's very hard not to move. Anyways, Aunt Relia dinged 55 during her un- Ungor uh, Crater uh, farming, and uh, I had mentioned this to one of my, uh, my... One of my guild members was aware of this, and she inspired me... Um, that would be a Shayo. She inspired me to try to... Uh, Level aren't really a little bit faster because once she gets to 58, she can go into Outland. So I started, I went into Scyth- Scyth- Scythias <laughs> and uh, she did some quests up there and she dinged 56. And then she had a quest, uh, the one, the Link quest, where you have to go into Winterspring. And even though I've been playing for over a year and a half, there's so much I didn't know. I thought, oh, okay, let's go to Winterspring. Well, it turns out you can only get into Winter-Spring by going through this tunnel from Fellwood. And in order to get through the tunnel, it's, which is full of Timbermoor fur logs, you have to gain something called rep, or reputation, which is basically a way of saying you got to suck up to these people long enough or do something for them so that they will like you. <laughs> it's kind of like high school. <laughs> So in order to uh, make up or to become friendly or well actually uh, I was at the hated level with them. So just to get through the tunnel I just needed to get to I believe the unfriendly level. I actually started out at the hated level which I think once you enter that territory you then become hated with uh, the fur balls, fur blogs. (laughs) They have such wonderful names in World of Warcraft. And then, uh, e- either you become worse of an enemy, or you um, can gain rap. Now, once I went through this tunnel, it's kind of interesting because before when I went through this tunnel, and uh, I think uh, the tunnel leads to Moonglade and Winterspring. And during the Lunar Festival, I remember trying to run through that tunnel, because I wanted to see what was on the other side, and I just couldn't get through because they were so many of them, and even though I was uh, around that level, I never made it through. And but now that I've done a few favors, killed off some of their buddies—I mean, some of their enemies—they <laughs> now will tolerate me, so I can walk through the tunnel. And I got into Winter Spring, or Aunt Phelan got into Winter Spring, and she was able to complete the next part of the link. And she also picked up some other quests and she got into Everwood and Everwood... Everlook, I'm sorry, the city Everlook. And, uh, winter spring is quite pretty. It's very snowy, but in a different way than, uh, What's the other snow place? Oh wow, I'm having a, uh, hmm, overload moment. What is the other place that has snow? Well, I'll get back to you on that anyways. It was very pretty, and uh like I said, I got some um some quests and went out and uh did some mining and It's always nice to explore a new place you know, and see the map fill in as you go to place to place and uh oh, and I got a new pet because I found the owls were kind of neat, and I had an open slot, so I, uh oh, I'm sorry, Alterac Valley, that's where the snow is, <laughs> how quickly we forget, anyways, um, so she, uh Aunt William ended up getting a new pet, this nice owl that uh, she named Adora, and she trained, already got some more skills, and she's been leveling her up. She's a level 55, uh, owl right now, and, you know, she'll probably go back to her other pets, but for right now, that's her main pet, that's the pet she's, um, questing with, and then she went back to Shatrath City, met up with, uh, Real Fire, and Real Fire is, uh, a level Forty nine. I think she was a level 48 uh, hunter at the time. And she's got leather working at 300. A little over 300. Yeah, 300. And she's got mining at a little over 300. She's gotten to the next level with mining, but she hasn't gotten uh, to the uh, master leather worker trainer yet. So eventually she'll get out there and she'll be able to uh, do some really cool leather working. And I mention these different skills because I know that some of my alts are very similar. In fact, a lot of them are hunters, which which I know is the easy mode. <laughs> I just like hunters because I like pets. And yes, it's easy. And uh, so since they're all so similar, I'm just trying to point out why I have so many of the same level. And... That's because each of them do provide something unique. Uh, As I said, Real Fire has the leather working, and when they were on other servers, actually, Aprilian and Real Fire started out together on Alaria, and then when Alaria got full, they took advantage of the free transfer to Belgun, and then now I've brought them both over here to Earthen Ring, and uh, they've been teaming up for a while, with Aprilian being the Skinner, and minor and providing uh, real fire with leather so that she could uh, level up her leather working so you know just to point out that you have many alts or I have many alts and those of us who do have many alts use them to uh, balance each other out they're not just random uh, repeating the same thing over and over again and of course when you dual box that makes a whole that brings a whole another flavor to the whole alt thing so, oh, uh, so grinding rep can sometimes be time consuming and grinding rep can sometimes be monotonous, but I really enjoy it because I love watching those little blue lines float across that, uh, you've earned X amount of points or favor with, uh, the, the faction that you're grinding rep for, and then of course there's the quest, uh, after you completed the first quest that uh, this quest giver at the beginning of the tunnel, I think his name is Nafi- Nafian, he wants you to kill so many uh, of uh, the uh, Deadwood Furblogs, I believe they were, and uh, you know, the different variations. I think there was a shaman and den watcher, or, or Avengers. That's what it was. Sh- the shaman and the Avengers. Then you go back and kill some more, and you get these feathers that drop. And you bring them. So many feathers. Or five feathers, I believe it was. And you get seventy five uh, points in uh, your favor. What do they call? Seventy five reputation points, so that you're you become more likable by them and at this point even though I can run through the tunnel there is another quest that I want to do that um, I need to talk to these people or these fur blogs and I can't talk to them until I'm neutral with them so right now I'm unfriendly and I have almost two thousand more points to go before <laughs> I can talk to them so it's rep Grinding rep is interesting and challenging and uh well, you know, you're also getting experience while you're doing it. And uh grinding rep also offers other benefits, like eventually these guys will have some things that I can buy. Uh I believe some recipes and uh further quests. So it's uh all about sucking up <laughs> in World of Warcraft. <laughs> I usually do email a little later in the podcast but I got a few emails and some responses to the contest and some iTunes reviews so I'm gonna go over a couple of those right now my first email comes from uh, Josh and he says great show I love your podcast and you were talking about using auctioneer in the latest podcast I was wondering if you ever checked out Wow Econ Unlike Auctioneer, WowieCon scans the age for you and uploads the price, price items have been sold at. It is one of my favorite mods. And he goes on to say, sorry he doesn't have a submission for the contest, so he's not that creative, which is okay. But I've been looking into Wowicon, and it looks kind of interesting. It is a separate uh, standalone kind of thing, and it has its own website and everything. I'm actually going to check it out. And I will uh, review it a little bit further on our next podcast. Uh, Josh, thanks for bringing that to my attention, and thanks for being a fan. And I want to give a shout-out to Diane V. She writes that she's also not creative, but wanted to let me know that, I, that she found my podcast, and she considers it one of the better ones out there, which is very sweet. I mean, I know... That I'm not very professional and I don't do a lot of intense stuff, but I do enjoy doing this podcast and it's really nice to know that people are listening. So thanks, Diane, and uh, keep listening. Now, I didn't get a big flood of uh, submissions for the contest, so I'm going to postpone it one more week. Next week will be the last week for submissions, so if you have any ideas... I have a couple of uh, submissions already, and next week I'll be playing them all, and maybe I can get some ideas on which one is the best one, or maybe some feedback, and then I can award the prizes. I want to thank everybody who submitted uh, ideas, and uh, I'm really enjoying them, and I look forward to hearing some more, and I promise next week we will... uh, have the finals the reviews on iTunes have been rather interesting and um, they've been positive which of course is wonderful one of them was really kind of funny in that uh, let me see if I can find it and I'll, I'll read it to you You can find me on iTunes, you can do wow, and I turn up on the first page, last column, but on the first page, which is nice. Um, Oh, here's one, it says, good wow podcast, and they gave me four stars, which is nice, but the person says, just found this one, kind of on accident, but I'm glad I did, good listen, and good info, only complaint... Her voice is almost too soothing. Sounds weird, but it's almost like a late-night jazz station DJ. I guess that's really not a complaint, though. Overall, a great podcast. Thank you, Jay Marley. (laughs) And uh, I guess that's kind of nice. So uh, if you like my podcast and you feel like it, I would love for you to go to iTunes and uh, put in a, a review. And uh, I guess that brings us to the end of emails and reviews, and I'm just going to go into some more stuff about what I've been doing in just a few seconds. I guess I'll start with uh, the Star, Aprilian. I consider her my lead kind of g- person. And uh, right now she's in Silver Pine Forest. She went through Shadowfang Keep with some uh, guild members. She wasn't able to finish it because uh, my husband wanted to go take the dogs to get her rabies shot, their rabies shots. But she had a ball in Shadowfang Keep you know, with her. She took a void walker. And she was able to um, get some nice stuff and uh, get some experience. She's level. Actually, she dinged in Shadowfang Keep. She's now level uh, 6. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't bring Ardry on because I don't like to dual box in, uh, in instances. I, I find that that's not fair to uh, to my the people that I'm playing with. So, uh, Adrian has actually just been at level 22, so I really need to get him going. And uh, But then I decided to focus on Trishal, because Trishal is my level 46 hunter, and she's a jewel crafter, and she's managed to get up to 299 in jewel crafting. Uh, a lot of this is due to Irari. And that's uh capital I it's I W A R I. She's my level uh forty three troll um, orc and miner. She's a warlock and she's been in Crush Bridge Hole doing some serious mining. And uh this has allowed her to send Mithril to uh Trishel and trishel has been using Mithril to um prospect and she's gotten a lot of nice gems from this in fact right now she can make she has enough material to make five or six rings but she hasn't been making any because she's at 299 and she's hoping to get to um to save up her materials because when she gets to 300 There'll be a whole bunch of new recipes that she can learn, but of course she can't train past three hundred until she's level fifty. So uh, I've been—that's why uh, Aunt Rillia has been taking Trishel into Tenaris to do some quests out there, and and even though Aunt Rillian can't uh, won't be getting any. Uh, XP from doing the quest with Trishel. She's there to keep Trishel's back. In fact, at one point, uh, she was Trishel was doing the um, the water bandits, the uh, humanoids in Tenaris, and uh, it was at a level that was green for her, and so she was doing some killing. But what would end up happening was, she was getting like 68 experience points. <clears throat> excuse me. Because she was teamed with with uh, Aunt Relia. So, they ungrouped. And once they ungrouped, uh, Trishelle was actually able to get uh, three over 300 experience points. But Aunt Relia had her back in case uh, she got overwhelmed. Because, you know, you just hate to get killed and have to run back to the uh, graveyard. So, right now, Trishel is in uh, Gadget Stand. And she's getting ready to do some more Waste Wanderer uh, quests. And these are level 44. So, she'll probably do the same thing with Aunt Rilia following her and uh, keeping her back. And at the same time, Aunt Rilia will be on the lookout for... uh, any thorium or mithril or any, any ores that uh, she can find. In the meantime, Vale, who is my blacksmith, has been uh, making a few items so that my uh, bank alt can sell them on the auction house. Specifically, um, the green iron hauberks which sell between 9 and 12 gold, and also the... Shining silver breastplate, which sells for quite a bit. So, anyways, that's been fun for her. And she hasn't been doing much of anything else. She's a level 37 troll rogue, and I'm very bad with playing a rogue. She actually got a mithril lockbox from uh, one of the quests that I believe Aunt Rillia did, and she was unable to open it because of her lower level. And so I'm going to have to really find out a little bit more about uh, rogues. Anybody out there listening who has a rogue and has any hints for uh, training her lockpicking, I would really love to hear it. Also, uh, um, I really want to get her up and uh, properly trained because I know rogues are great for PvP and uh, for the battlegrounds. So it would be really neat to take Vale. And that's a V-E-Y-L-E, which I thought was kind of cute because she's a rogue and, you know, they're kind of veiled. <laughs> and, um, she would be great to take into battlegrounds. That's another one of the nice things about World of Warcraft is that there's so many options and you never run out of things to be bored. Um, this, I actually had to apologize to one of my guildmates because I know that, uh, she was ang- she's anxious and very helpful in trying to get uh, Amelia really to fifty eight, but I really just wanted to stop and be able to enjoy all my characters. And eventually, I'll get to Outland. In fact, I want to send a shout out to Asheo because not only um, you know is she a great warlock and she's uh, a level seven. She dinged level seventy last week, but she also got her flying mount and she loves flying. I I. Love to hear about her experiences because, it you know, it kind of motivates me to try a little bit harder and to um, possibly push. But then at the same time, you know, I'm just a casual player, even though I have uh, I play enough time that I could be one of the gun-ho serious players. I was listening to um, Ortel um, and Hordak, uh, one of the WoW Radio podcasts. And they were talking about fighting Karzan and getting in there and having your group and doing these instances. And it's so hardcore and so it almost feels to me like within World of Warcraft, there are several different games. It's not all the same game to everybody and it's not, uh, you don't, everyone doesn't have to play it the same way. Okay, so what else has been going on? um I went on to Lethon and I played around with the uh, Aprillion over there, and I think I had Lynchelle uh I really want to focus some more on playing on Lethon because I can't wait till I can get to the point where I can go into shimmering flats and and really know how to p v p um if anybody out there is on the Thon. Let me know. I would love to hang out with you. And. Uh, gank some Alliance. <laughs> oh that's another thing. That uh, has been. Uh, I thought was interesting. I have been thinking about lately. The whole idea. Of the two f- two sides. The Alliance and the Horde. Is really. Uh, I think a brilliant move by Blizzard. And it really brings another level to uh, to World of Warcraft I really find myself having this mindset that I'm a horde for the horde the horde is everything alliance sucks for lack of a better word and uh, it's it reminds me of that uh, experiment that was done in the 50's where the uh kids were told that the blue-eyed kids were dumb, were smart and the brown-eyed kids were dumb because i have really found have to catch myself and realize that even though these there are people that play alliance they're just other people like me there's no different from them other than the fact that they've chosen to play alliance but it's it's become so ingrained in my Psyche that alliance is, you know, not bad, but just alliance. Well, actually, bad. For instance, uh, Iwari is in Crush Hole Bridge, and if she can snatch away some ore, she's mining ore. Crush Hole Bridge is a big cave, for those of you that don't know, and it has very fast spawn rate of ore. And during my lunch at work, during my breaks, I log on to Iwari, and for the most part, when I log on, there's like five or six no, no, I'd say three or four nodes, a couple of mithril, or a couple of iron, some maybe some true silver, maybe some silver, um, and occasionally some gold. So uh, throughout the day, I'll log in, and she'll go and mine what's available, and by the end of the day, she's gotten a pretty good amount that she wouldn't have had before if I hadn't been taking up this tact but one of my favorite things is if she's in there and an alliance runs in and she can get to that node before an alliance gets to it it's a really great feeling it's a whole bunch of strategy too and in, in, in this cave because not only are these nodes there are these nodes but there's also these ogres that have these little patrols so one goes into the ending point of one cave, one goes into this path, one crosses around. So, what you have to do is kind of watch them and get the one that's going to interfere with you first. And you can even, as you get higher, because you know that there's an aggro field, that uh, the higher you are, the smaller the aggro field around you. So, um, once you learn your pathing and their pathing, then uh, you can avoid you know getting gang- getting ganged on by a bunch of ogres but if you wait and uh... time it right then the ogre will be on the ally alliance person and then you can rush in and get the ore before they get it which is also a kind of neat thing i bring this up to, uh, to point out one other thing that's also going on that's anti-alliance and kind of silly I had gem installed which is the guild event manager manager and then uh my guild Alea Iacta S which is a part of the instance uh, podcast which you can find out at and more information about it at the But um I we stopped using gem but because I had subscribed to the gem channel default once it was in, when gem was installed when I log on to certain characters that I haven't uh, left the Gem Default channel, I, I get a lot of spam <clears throat> from Gem Default uh, in my uh, in that channel. And I don't know if it affects any of the other players, but it's funny. I don't bother to leave that channel because it's just my alliance character, and it doesn't affect me. And it seems like because of the way World of Warcraft works, you get this whole thing that anybody or anything that affects the opposite player is not important to you and it's just kind of interesting because I know I could be uh, annoying or ganking or bothering my neighbor next door, but in World of Warcraft, if that's an alliance person, (laughs) it doesn't matter, they're the enemy. So, it's a kind of interesting psychology that goes on with this uh, whole horde versus alliance thing. This brings us to the end of another show. It has been a really fun week, and uh, I'm hoping to hear more from uh, submissions for the contest. Just to remind you, the prizes are a Burning Crusade Upgrade Key, and the second place prize would be the Landro Longshot Tabard. I look forward to hearing from you. I want to thank everybody that submitted so far. I just want to say i'm having so much fun in world of warcraft and it's sometimes hard for me to focus on doing my podcast because i'm just doing so much stuff i'm i'm making tons of money on the auction house um it's very easy to do there's so much stuff out there that you get that people can use so i would recommend anyone that's looking to get money or make money to get to the auction house i i want to thank uh Aleia actor S and all my guildmates. I want to congratulate uh, those uh, that have hit seventy ahead of me and have their flying mount. I want to thank everybody for sharing uh, what's going on with their characters on our message on the forum boards, because it's really interesting to hear about what other people are doing. And uh, I look forward to getting into Outland. Maybe by the next episode uh Aunt Rillio would have made it to Outland and uh I'll be telling you what it's like to be out there. Um I wanna hear about your experiences with grinding rep. If anybody wants to write me about that, that would be great. And I just wanna encourage you all to have fun with your alts and uh, you know, let me know what you do to coordinate them and uh, don't rush to get to the higher levels just take your time and and enjoy the content it's a remarkable game and uh, you know I I think it's going to be great because once I get to where I want to get with my characters on the horde side I'll be able to start right over again on the alliance side and it'll be just like a brand new game and what could be better than that so, this is Aprilian on the Wing server. You can write to me at controlaltwow at gmail.com. That's c-t-r-l-a-l-t-w-o-w at gmail.com. You can reach my website at controlaltwow.com. And our Skype number is, our address is ctrlaltwow. And this is Aprilian signing off. Thanks for listening. And, uh... Was there something else? Yes, you're totally annoying. Blah, 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 blah.